Welcome to our Let's Talk Data podcast series. My name is Angela Harvey, and I'll be your host today. Today, experts from IBM are going to share how they leverage the SAP business technology platform to build intelligent workflow solutions for industrial manufacturers. Please subscribe to our podcast on Apple or wherever you listen to your podcasts. So to kick off today's session, Vishal, do you want to kick it off and give a quick introduction of yourself to the audience? Hey, thank you, Angela. A very good morning to everyone. Uh, so uh, my name is Vishal Chaturvedi. I'm based in Germany and part of the global industry team from IBM. And I lead industrial machinery and components sub-segment uh, within my team. Since more than two years, I have been working together with uh, SAP and industrial manufacturing clients under the SAP and IBM Evolution Collaboration to build key industry capabilities uh, with what we call as intelligent workflows uh, for industrial manufacturing. And I'm very happy to be part of this uh, podcast together with you and Prasoon. Fantastic. Thanks for being here today, Vishal and, and Prasoon for joining us. Do you mind giving a quick introduction of yourself, Prasoon? Absolutely, Angela. Uh, good morning. So my name is Prasoon, Prasoon Datta. I lead SAP practice for IBM Client Innovation Center based out of India. And I also I have a second role. I also globally lead data to value work stream of IBM and SAP's evolution partnership and closely working with SAP and our hyperscaler partner to co-innovate intelligent workflow solution, but just Vishal mentioned on SAP business technology platform. It is my 24th year in consulting domain. And now I'm guiding our clients to adopt intelligent enterprise underpinned by data and AI on hybrid multi-cloud. Fantastic. Thanks, Prasoon. So, I mean, with a 24-year legacy, I'm sure that you've seen a lot of change. Um, but Vishal, I know in particular, the last two years have been a very tumultuous time. What sort of trends are you seeing bubble up as the most significant business drivers of transformation when you're working with industrial manufacturing customers? Yeah, right, Angela. So I think even before the pandemic uh, hit, uh, industrial manufacturers uh, were driven by declining margins and under pressure to transform. Uh, for example, moving from selling products to selling solutions. Uh, and this requires new approaches uh, for designing the solutions, uh, interacting with the customers, the way manufacturing is being done and aftermarket services being handled. Now, pandemic has hit another level of disruption uh, in demand supply and, and the operations and uh, requires more process agility and flexibility uh, to predict and respond. So I would say some of the key trends uh, as the transformation drivers we clearly observe, I'll share some examples, can be uh, increasing demand for differentiated and personalized uh, customer experience in remote and virtual environment now then increasing focus and competition around aftermarket services, uh, leveraging power of uh, data which is available to makers and operators with emerging technologies like AI, IoT, and automation. Then uh, shift from selling products to uh, selling solutions, shifts from CAPEX to OPEX with increasing price pressures, uh, new business models. So for example, outcome-based services, many uh, startups are coming up which are offering way more competitive uh, services to the clients, uh, which is linked to the outcome rather than the products. And uh, this is requiring a trend which is building up where ecosystem plays are happening, 
between the makers of the equipment and the operators and the technology partners like us uh, and financing partners which come together to make such a unique offering and then for example increased focus towards uh, health and safety uh, in the manufacturing domain so these are some of the key trends there are many more uh, but uh, th these are driving multiple transformations in the entire value chain i would say no that's really helpful background vishal and it's interesting how some of those trends transpose industries even on the software side we certainly see the demand for more tailored solutions versus products specifically so it's interesting to see yeah, how my colleagues are, are looking for the same. Um, Prasad, what are the implications? I mean, Vishal touched on them, but from a technology perspective, what are the implications of some of these, these business drivers and this demand for you know, more personalization and better health and safety? Yeah, we just uh, recently concluded our CEO study, right? And clearly it outlined that COVID-19 has completely changed the way they look at their future. And technology, you just mentioned technology perspective, and it is technology is not just a tool anymore. Mm -hmm. It's going to be most important external factor to impact their enterprise for next couple of years to deliver digital reinvention. Uh, if I talk about all the exponential technologies like 5G, cloud computing, AI, IoT are going to be adopted at scale mm -hmm. to resolve multidimensional business problem, uh, which Vishal just outlined. Uh, to driving greater values, especially we know hybrid workplace is going to stay for at least few years now. So in this scenario or in this environment, real-time accessibility to trusted high-quality data going to be absolute game changer for our client. Whenever I talk to our CIOs, they are aspiring to build a much more standardized and simplified linear P solution coupled with best of grid cloud application, industry data lake, open platform to innovate through exponential technology that will eventually deliver all the business imperative for them. Yeah, and I, I love Prasoon how you kind of talked about it coming back to quality data. I, I mean, it sometimes seems overwhelming when we look at all of the different data sources and adapting technologies like 5G and IoT, you know, we've got more data coming from more places at us faster. When you're working with clients, I mean, and I'd like to hear both of your perspectives on this, like what strategies should they consider when looking at these type of transformations from a, a technical and a business perspective? Like how do you even get started? Right. So I would like to pick up one of the statements what Prasoon just mentioned. Uh, when he said uh, CIOs are aspiring to build a much more standardized and simplified linear solution. Uh, one of the key strategies, I think, uh, apart from the other ones, is to actually define a resilient enterprise structure uh, to support now the fluctuating business dynamics and growth. And this architecture needs to be decoupled architecture, not a monolithic architecture which allows interplay of multiple applications working together with a core ERP solution, which must be keep kept clean and standardized. Uh, and at the same time, it allows best of breed applications with a layer of uh, embedded intelligence automation and all the exponential technologies to make that whole end-to-end -end process work in a futuristic way. So uh, I think that is one of the key points or key strategies to define this resilient enterprise structure. Apart from that, I think uh, the collaboration of technology players, industrial manufacturers, and system in, uh, integrators 
to to define uh, this this entire process which is ready to consume uh, the collaboration between the three to define such a uh, such a uh, futuristic process is important uh, and then of course uh, defining these uh, end to end process more from uh, the angle which we picked up together with sap uh, by addressing the key gaps in the industry or key capabilities which are needed which I, which we mentioned before uh, and yeah of course there is a more importance of secure uh, security uh, because more and more it and ot integration is coming and leverage the embedded intelligence and automation in all these process to drive the efficiencies so i think these some of these key strategies are fundamental uh, which will end up in the transformations from and 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 if i think more from a technology perspective and when i discuss with my client and uh, most of them like to adopt an approach that provides the needed flexibility to them to adapt over time and now with this modern way of delivering thing uh, bringing devops uh, devsecops or agile development uh, we can quickly build a bite size pieces so they don't need to wait for a very long time so they can uh, build it in a smaller pieces and uh, then use the open system approach to continuously benefit from new innovation uh, embed ai into process to deliver and apply insight and then all of their repetitive task uh, now we are leveraging the it automation that tremendously reduce and bring the operational efficiency into their entire business process no that's fantastic and i know it's something that anyone that works with sap people have heard before this concept of you know keeping the core clean and the more i learn about it the more i hear about the adjacent benefits for soon like right. like you talked about this ability to do agile development and not necessarily be constrained to you know the upgrade of your erp or worry about upturning things so how has ibm yeah. leveraged the business technology platform to address some of these concepts with your customers so uh, from sap business technology platform perspective uh, i always recommend my client that you know you select it to build your industry cloud solution uh, because i believe it seamlessly provide the access to data not only to sap right so all other structured unstructured data so uh, my client can leverage their existing investment and they can really unlock the value and power of data uh, if i just give one example recently i was discussing with uh, chief data officer of a large electronics manufacturing company and they have 20 different application which was in their initial scope and and it was very varied type of uh, application right some of them are on premise some of them are on private cloud saas application even they started deploying s4 hana cloud extended edition as their new uh, erp solution so we are leveraging sap data warehouse cloud and sap application analytics cloud solution to build their unified data platform to access real time data for various decision decision making boardroom discussion and also we are building a foundation for the future where they can build their all the ai machine learning use cases using the sap data intelligence uh, platform so they will get the current entire cloud native data warehouse solution the entire visualization on sap analytics cloud and all the ai ml solution will be done through sap data intelligence 
That's fantastic. Right? And I love how you've taken this modular approach, but still built an end-to-end -end solution. Um, <clears throat> I know that you've built intelligent workflows for the manufacturing sector. Vishal Prasoon, could we explore one of those solutions like lead to order? And, and what does that mean? Like breaking down the different components? This solution that SAP and IBM has collaborated to design and build, uh, and it is built on the back of multiple uh, requirements or key capabilities, which have, we have gathered from clients. These are end-to-end -end intelligent workflows, uh, which are built on multiple SAP applications, functions, uh, and with embedded intelligence and automation, uh, addressing the key capabilities. Now, uh, one of them is lead to order, uh, and the others are like plan to manufacture, order to cash, maintain to resolve. Uh, and I'll I'll speak about lead to order in a bit. Uh, but I just wanted to say that uh, this is built on the futuristic platform architecture that we talked about, which allows the decoupling and interplay of uh, multiple applications with BTP layer as the uh, process orchestration layer, which allows the process visibility and control and hence KPI improvements um, for the end-to-end -end process. Now, for example, uh, if I speak about the lead to order intelligent workflow, this starts with capturing the lead, for example, uh, in a Facebook channel or a Twilio, and then it converts into an opportunity which is scored uh, by calling AI services uh, on SAP Cloud Platform uh, to generate opportunity scoring and which converts into a quotation, uh, which is calling a cognitive pricing engine, uh, which is uh, also using an IBM proprietary algorithm. So some partner uh, solutions are also built into this entire solution, some of the IBM technologies, and which generates an intelligent quote which goes to the customer uh, and then it connects the SAP CPQ engine. Uh, it connects uh, the SAP CPS engine to S4 to allow the customer to see the quotation with the intelligent pricing also to have a self-service mechanism to configure the entire product and then complete the loop by capturing customer experience in Qualtrics, which is another application. Uh, and then using that feedback to improvise the next time quotation or to negotiate with the customer. And all these steps are not built with the old architecture of point-to-point -point interfaces. Rather, they are built on a modular architecture where BTP layer is being connected and looking at each and every step in this process and uh, giving the visibility of every step in the process. And you can pull out the KPIs. For example, what is the lead time, what has been my performance of converting a lead into opportunity or opportunity into order uh, through multiple applications. And I can trigger automations, I can trigger checks and balances based on how my KPIs are performing through this process orchestration layer. So yeah, that's, that's a high level view of how a lead to order intelligent workflow is, is designed. Yeah, if, if I just add on top of Vishal, uh, when Vishal, myself, and our team was doing the design thinking about how we'll build this solution. So it is kind of modular and also scalable. And here we need to get the data from multiple sources, as Vishal outlined. A lot of them are SAP sources. Some of them are social media, unstructured mm -hmm. data. And finally, we need to build this whole uh, intelligence into the solution, bringing iPower of IBM uh, machine learning algorithm uh, so how we'll build it 
Uh, and here we really unlock the power of every aspect of SAP business technology platform. So entire integration from the different data sources, we have done it through data intelligence. Then we stored the data into HANA cloud and then entire visualization happen on SAP analytics platform. So all the KPI scoring, you can get it at your fingertip. And all the AI algorithm and uh, pipeline, we build it on the SAP data intelligence. And now this solution is very, very scalable and modular. So if I like to change a particular data source and I, I want to uh, move into, let's say Salesforce, for example, I want to integrate Salesforce, I can very easily plug and play that solution using data intelligence and the data will become into a Myhana cloud and the rest of the thing will remain unchanged. So in that way, it become very, very portable solution and we can deploy it uh, from day one in our client. Right. And just to complement on uh, one of the points when we talked about uh, deploying this solution or using this solution in small bit size pieces, uh, I just wanted to say that also from a financial perspective, uh, we have uh, designed it uh, or this is one of the key strategies which is important to have this solution available as a uh, more subscription or ready to consume or OPEX model rather than uh, uh, having it uh, to buy it in a big piece. So how do companies get started on this transformation? You know, should they schedule a lot, of, a lot of time? Should they wait? How long does it take? Where do they start? So I will always suggest that begin by prioritizing a portion of your business you like to redefine. And then we use IBM Garage approach. We convene business and IT leaders of our client organization, along with experts from IBM and SAP to co-create to co a vision. Uh, then we determine the, what is the most priority and uh, most important item, and then apply the predefined pre workflows, as we shall just mention. Uh, and then uh, we follow the agile principle in few sprint, we build our first minimum viable product, and it can be achieved in just a matter of few weeks. And then we can hand it over to real business user to test the business fitment. And once that is done, we can expand it into scale in an iterative way using DevOps, uh, DevSecOps fashion. So it, it's not a very long time really, right? Uh, the R file we used to take a year to get the result. Now it is within a few weeks or month, we able to demonstrate the real value of the solution to the business user. Right. So yeah, I think very well said, Prasoon. And uh, I would only add to that by saying that we are highly recommending the clients to start moving very fast on this uh, and start small uh, with this rapid uh, discovery and envision kind of approach which Garage brings to the table. Uh, because we have this solution which is pre-configured and we uh, kind of make it very easy for the clients to envision their future and then start tailoring the way they need to see their own transformation. Because uh, the competition is moving pretty fast and there are uh, statistics I don't exactly remember, but uh, we have uh, many uh, leaders in the service in industry which are moving, shifting towards more service transformation and already uh, gaining more and more revenues while they are shifting more of their business towards services.
So yeah, I, I think just that that message I would leave on the table. No, absolutely. And I guess there's no risk in starting quickly if you can start in a very modular way and scale from there. So you can see immediate value. That makes a lot of sense, Vishal. What's next on the horizon for intelligent workflows? So if I see the sustainability is the next big uh, consideration in the mind of most of our clients, especially when I see the increasing demand on disclosure reporting regulation in Europe and evolving need for declaring sustainability footprint across the globe. Uh, setting up sustainable enterprise is on top agenda for most of my clients. We are working very closely with SAP on Climate 21 initiative and building various solutions on green future. Uh, and we are also embedding IBM Watson, AI, blockchain into SAP suite of applications. So we are uh, we, we will really like to synergize the strength of both this company to bring the best solution and the intelligent workflow for our clients. Right. And as we speak, uh, I think Prasoon already kind of mentioned it. We are working towards the net set of intelligent workflows apart from lead to order and aftermarket and plan to manufacture the next set is focused on building cases around sustainability uh, which is around for example carbon metrics through design to operate process or efficient operations and supply chain control tower uh, which uh, with the new dimensions of uh, sustainability recyclability etc so yeah we are looking forward uh, for having the solution drive the sale towards the right transformation. Fantastic. Definitely a worthy endeavor. Well, I wanted to thank all of our listeners for listening to the podcast. If you enjoyed, please listen to podcast 34, where another SAP partner, Big ID, discusses tension in data. Thanks for listening. And thanks, Prasoon and Vishal, for your time. Thanks, Angela. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, Angela. Have a nice day.